Hello again, everybody. Welcome again to this page's channel, however you've reached it. I'm here at La Trobe Library again, which has been my workspace. On and off the last few years, particularly since I got back from the Spiritual Awakening pilgrimage in 2015, 2016, traveled a lot of Europe, came back to Australia and traveled a little bit again. But this has been this place of power for me and I'm feeling called to share another video. And while I've been talking a lot about spiritual awakening, conscious entrepreneurship with prosperity mindset, which I focus on in a lot of my books, I'm hearing, hearing yeah, even my, my words have been a bit tongue-tied the last few days. <laughs> it's connected with shamanism and, and shifting the assemblage point. And I'm feeling this call to talk both about shamanism and the Morrigan again today. So, yeah, it's a little bit like, uh, and yet, uh, and do I really go? It's a little bit like that with shamanism, particularly when you uh, try to make it practical. And while I don't profess to be an expert on the field, I've had a number of shamanic healings. I have worked with a shaman and I've developed certain shaman practices reading a number of books and courses and what I found is quite interesting that the more you embody awareness with shamanism and working with the earth mother which shamanism develops from the elements connection with the earth you actually become more aware that it's not purely mystical it is like being in a library or being in a, around people or relationships, it's very practical. Shamanism is as a practical behavioral art of stealth or, or stalking is what's talked about by the, the shamans of Carlos Castaneda, the, the traditions of his pathway to shamanism and, and being an impeccable Nagual, which is a god or a teacher of spiritual awakening in shamanism. But stalking from this perspective, it's not the what's developed today. This there is surreptitious stalking of malevolent or devious behaviour. There is an element of deception to it. But what they talk about with this, again, being practical, is from the spiritual awakening perspective that we're all divine. We are the divine masculine, the divine feminine, the I am that Neville Goddard talks about. To go out into a world that's, yeah, when you, when the prophets or mystics have these experiences, when they, or Jesus Christ, for example, is saying, I am God, I am the truth, and this is a state of consciousness, Christ conscious, which is available to everybody, that can attract negative feedback or difficulty to operate within that society, at least according to the same rules. So unless you want to dramatically change that, which might also be the pathway, you become a yogi or you move to India or Asia or you or an ashram and you, you completely dissemble that world which is a, a pathway on the spiritual awakening journey and for many there is for the warriors for the, for the impeccable conduits of the spirit of intent the Knights Templar type people are wanting to embody the light the service to the divine mother the art of stalking is behaviours that are designed to disguise 
their awareness of their own divinity. So that's the best way to explain it. And you may have seen that. I, I, I somewhat do it consciously and unconsciously. And it's, it seems like a, an interesting premise. Why would you, if you've done all this work on spiritual awakening, raising awareness, you produce content. Yes, you watching this content is quite likely, or listening to this content, quite likely already interested in spiritual awakening and perhaps have developed a deep earth connection. You feel connected to the divine, your own self. You may have already come across content by Castaneda or shamanism or law of attraction, law of assumption, never got out where you're aware that your thoughts beliefs create reality. But you're also aware that a lot of other people don't necessarily subscribe to these beliefs as yet. So you practice behaviors, which is the, the behavior as a code or as a description is called the art of stalking or stalking the self. Stalking the behaviors through what's called controlled thawing. <laughs> so it's even it's a funny term. So stalking could be defined as controlled thawing in the works of Castaneda. And controlled folly in its full heartiness is controlled full life behavior. It's the, the shaman engages in conversations and behaviors with people that, that, yeah, might not be fully attuned to their own awareness, or at least their own awareness of their own divinity. So it's difficult, isn't it? And we, you may also be going through this with friends and family and I've done a lot of shadow work, shadow healing recently, and we might get onto this with the Morrigan shortly, where, this is kind of the point, when you have the awakening experience, you can either leave the world and go deep into the shadow, or, de or connect with the earth, and, and, and that's somewhat of a pathway, but there's also parts where rather go too deep into it, you can kind of go away, do your practices, but you're coming back into the world. And I feel this is more where we're probably going at the moment, where particularly working online, a lot of people after the pandemic already had that space of their own energy, but they still engage in the world. So they're operating at different levels of awareness, which is what Castaneda is talking about. And even what Don Rad, his teacher, the Nagul, was teaching him, is he's, he's moving between different states of awareness. And the higher conscious 5D is that awareness of our thoughts and beliefs create our reality. And hence what we think or feel or intend about reality is what we often see. And from the warrior's path, the, the sorcerer's path of the Castaneda, they act for the spirit. They're, what they intend is what the spirit is guiding them. The, the super conscious mind is what talked about by Napoleon Hill. The imagination of the spirit, the I am, by other teachers, they act for the spirit. So they don't have what could be called, they're not pursuing a self. They say their war is on the self. Their warrior is on the conditional self. But to live in a world of reality where it's still very much about self-reflection, they have to operate the different levels of awareness. And you actually see it with Carlos as the, the student and the eventual teacher. Dawan, and not only that with Carlos, but Dawan reflects on his own journey, particularly in the power of silence, when his Nagwal, his teacher was doing it with him, where to tell somebody that they can consciously create their own reality, <laughs> that they are the conscious creator of their own play, 
particularly someone you've known for some time, you're likely not going to be accepted at that level, are you? And you might lose that friendship or that connection. And it can be difficult to actually prosper or develop that person. So it's interesting. You can tell them that outright, but you've also got to work with different levels of awareness to help them raise their, their level. And so part of that is getting into the system. So controlled folly is controlling the behavior, controlling the, the nature of the fool-like behavior of, of awareness. So that's basically the, the gist of what I'm wanting to say with, with shamas and behaviors. And you can probably see it even the way I dress and the way I speak. Um, the way I operate with people, it, it's funny, isn't it? You would think to <laughs> to be somewhat devious is to be counterintuitive to spiritual awakening. But it's funny, it's not really devious or deceptive when you, you embody that state. If you want to deal with people that are not yet on that level of awareness, you can tell them plainly, like what I just said, you are a being of unconditional love of life, joy bliss. But to be in that frequency, that frame, that scene, most people are not really ready to, to see that. At the same time, you don't have to lower your vibrational set point. You can hold the frequency of your own awareness, but it's, it becomes somewhat of the play, doesn't it? If you're taking yourself too seriously, you're wanting to change them or rescue them, or yeah, you're afraid of being judged by that external person. So you kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. But control folly is somewhat playful in the, and you see this with the books of Castaneda. When they're teaching absurd practices, laughter is a good way to break down that seriousness of the teaching. Because teaching someone that they are consciously creating or unconsciously creating their own reality can be perceived as difficult, isn't it? If you can accept, be told that you are creating all this, and you've had an experience at this point of real deep challenge and some level of resentment or unforgiveness patterns to hear that they're aligned with that and they might even be playing a program sort of contributing to that, it's not really going to get the most practical outcome. So shifting levels of awareness is what Castaneda does with Don Juan. But we can also do it with behaviours and the way we relate to the world. And while it might be perceived as devious, it's not really because it's just moving through different levels of consciousness while still holding that same vibrational set point. I guess lastly, and I'm feeling called to talk about it with shamanism and the Morrigan, part of it is, like, I've felt some resistance, particularly since I developed Crossbody Love as a, a second YouTube account and Instagram channel which is more devoted to body awareness and body frequency and celebrating the body, but coming from a space of my own awareness where, and my own reality where a lot of traditional dogmas shame the body and they had a lot of negativity around the body, it was difficult for me to, to share that content. So creating Christ Body Love as a separate account, a separate aspect was really helpful for me. But I guess the difficulty is with this, this is cross-body-love part of me, which is very much aligned with the feminine, and it's probably an authentic, generally authentic representation of who I am. And for my Instagram account, the Mark Therese Entrepreneur, which is my historical account, 
which develop during my spiritual awakening experience, while that is also hard-oriented, I've had blocks around, or at least perception, that if I was to talk about a lot of these things which people, like I talk about, follow me, who live in the different worlds, or not yet willing or able or ready to receive that, I've realised that maybe I don't have to put all my stuff completely in that, that frame. I don't have to say or come out and about and make things harder than what I have to, have to be. And that's where the other stalking is somewhat there. That while I do sometimes share content to that entrepreneur page, which is yeah more vulnerable as well, and I've done poems and, and spiritual awakening content, there's this awareness that a lot of reality is still yet unwilling or unable to see this deep connection to the earth. And not everybody's had the same experiences as what we've had. So it's funny that I'm big on authenticity, but I'm also aware that there's a, there's a part of me that has probably had these beliefs or relates to these people and wants to keep these relationships, at least embodied, teach them to allow them to grow and not just cut them off. And that's what happened with creating cross-body love was I was able to go full deep into the shadow and it developed around the time, about 12 months ago, where I created a account that was devoted to body awareness and being seen in the body and not being afraid or ashamed of my body and that that involves returning to Byron Bay and, and Kingscliff and going to swimming holes and really, in, particularly around Byron where there's so much less judgment of the body and people are free in their expression and their movement and it's a more playful energy. And what that evolved into my reality and it's probably always been there but more of a more conscious level was this deep connection with the Morrigan, the Earth Mother the great shadow queen and I feel that's part of it with, with working with the sorcerers the shamans of Castaneda and this has come in a little bit of a full circle this content today you see it with the multiple states of awareness of Castaneda and, and shamans in general and even I've been listening to a lot of content around the prosperity consciousness teachers people that would probably you wouldn't necessarily perceive that are into shamanism or someone like Steve Jobs and, and Apple, his favourite book was Autobiography of the Yogi, deep mystical teachings which are connected with the subconscious mind. So people that are operating in somewhat of a, a corporate experience, an entrepreneur state, but there's also a part of them that's very much aligned with, and Oprah Winfrey is also in this space, with, with cross-consciousness teachings and awareness of our ability to change our reality from our thoughts. And, celebration of the divine masculine and divine feminine. So this is kind of where we're at the moment where we're still integrating the two worlds, aren't we? And I feel, yes, you can kind of go one or the other, but we've been encouraged to, to bridge the gap and empower people like we've been empowered. So part of that is using the art of stalking. Stalking is a means of checking the self, embodying behaviors of release self-importance would probably be the key. So the big control following maker and ability to, to operate with the reality either we've had great levels of awareness is losing importance, losing attachment. So even <laughs> to be afraid of or to be trying to convince people of certain ideas, there's a certain importance around, isn't there? 
and if we feel like we're powerless and the victim state that is also a there can be developed a victim or important story around that so that playfulness that humor that casanova talks about and even this ability to just hold the frequency of that you can be the business person or the, the king queen energy the entrepreneur state and in one level of awareness and at the same time you can operate in reality where you don't have to be trying to fix everybody if people come to you and they want to work with you with the omens of the spirit intent bring them forward to you you can bring them into your world and you can show them more parts of your heart in reality as with me i create content and books and information but i don't have to go putting it down anybody's throat i trust that the people will come to the content they're meant to align with it and i think it's a similar thing why it's so helpful to have these different levels of awareness while still embodying that one i am is where we lose the importance and we stop judging other people and things. And when we stop judging others or putting ourselves on a pedestal or other people on a different vibrational pedestal, we become a conduit to allow a lot more people to come to us and be a better service to the spirit, to the divine, to the I am. Thanks again for being a part of this. I feel, yeah, if you really want to perhaps understand this at a deeper level, on a practical level, I particularly recommend my new book, Awareness, the Camino de Santiago. It shows the, the states of consciousness that I go through, different levels of awareness when I meet people that are teaching me. And I'm that full-like energy that I had certain experiences that have raised my level of consciousness. But then it's also dealing with people on a practical level and learning and growing. So I feel that would be real value for you. Bye for now.